Warriors, bold, brave, and beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on Women to Warriors podcast, where we at Women to Warriors are all about energizing, encouraging, equipping, and empowering you, woman warrior, for your eternal purpose. And you're joining us for Faithful Friday, where seven minutes of encouragement and prayer happen every Friday at 7 a.m., and sometimes even longer. So join us today for Faithful Friday. Well, hello, hello. It is Faithful Friday. Faithful Friday. Well, what does that mean exactly? Well, that means we're going to be full of faith, warriors. <clears throat> we're going to get filled with faith, and we're going to get full of faith. So thank you so much for joining me on Faithful Friday. I am home for a little bit, so you're seeing me in the office here a little bit. And uh, we'll be off again here for a week. I'm looking forward to that. And we go, we go what I call glamping. Don't call it camping because we have a camper, a mini camper. But um, we go and do ministry on the road and we try to meet more people and, and be about community and just see what is God's purpose in why we're traveling and when we get to travel. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. And you see a different background today, background today and next week you'll see a different one again. Pretty fun. So um, I wanted to tell you that because uh, I'm gonna. I want to help you confirm your calling. Maybe you don't know what your calling is. I found out my calling uh, probably roughly around 2016. and made it happen in 2017. God had changed my world by um, you know ridding myself of me, myself, and I, and showing me women and how to change um, my own self first, and then helping um, other lives get changed as well for Jesus. And I want to read to you, I'm super inspired by 2 Peter um, 1. So today's Faithful Friday, and on Faithful Fridays, I've asked you to gather your Bibles that if we, when we do read Scripture, that you can open up and see as well what we're reading. And Scripture is powerful. Read it out loud with me. Um, it's, we're putting that out. We're putting God's Word out there into the air, and you're using it as your armor, because those are your um, words are your armor too. Uh, and God's Word is the ultimate armor. So I really like the ESV version, uh, and I also read from the NLT. This one says at the beginning of it, the title, Confirm Your Calling and Election. And I really like that, Confirm Your Calling. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of the sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection we'll say sisterly, and sisterly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that she is blind, having forgotten that she was cleansed from her former sins. So, therefore, sisters, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you'll never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provide, you'll be richly provided for an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
So I read 1 through 11 there, just found this so powerful, that his divine power has granted us all things that have life and godliness. So we have these options, right, to choose those. Now I'm going to flip it to the NLT version because I really like those as well, and then we're going to dissect this a little bit. And this one they have a title, Growing in Faith. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Yes, he has. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with sisterly affection, and sisterly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you'll be in your knowledge of Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. Dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among these, those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you'll never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ. Pretty powerful, isn't it? Really powerful. And I tell, I'm telling um, people this more and more often that, uh, you know, one of my friends, very dear friends said, said, how do we look different? Um, no, this is what we said. My husband and I say, how do we look different than the world? Um, and so her comment, this is what sparked us to say the world, because her comment to me was um, when she goes into, say, for example, Walmart, how does she stand out there? And, I, and for us, Doug and I have taken this on a new level of how do we stand up in, how do we stand out in the world? And that's what I'm calling you to, as well as, as warriors. Confirm your calling um, and growing in your faith and concentrating on these very things that he says that we have divine power that we're granted access to. We just pick up and figure out how to do it, right? It's like if you go back to college or you're in college or you're in school, you're studying. This is studying his word and making the time to study it. We have 24 hours, seven days a week. We need to be studying his word and getting equipped warriors. And so being equipped with this one today, this is your, this is going to be your equipment today. Okay. So we're warring up in this, armoring up in this. So second Peter one through 11 is what we've been reading through the AESV and the NLT. Now, what I also really liked about this was this is make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. So supplement Think of the different things that supplement. If you take a vitamin, it's a supplement because you're not getting enough of what maybe you need. Vitamin D, sunshine, AKA me. Oh my gosh, living in Michigan over the winters, we get no sunshine here. I mean, this much. Uh, I think my husband told me Colorado's 360 60 days out of the year has complete sunshine. I'm like, oh. Not that I wanna move there because I would think that'd be very cold. My skin likes hot. but. Uh, but just thinking about that, wow, um, supplement. So how do we supplement? Or, or maybe we supplement things with we shouldn't be supplementing with. Maybe they're not vitamins for a supplement of food that we're lacking, but it's a supplement of something else that we're putting in that we shouldn't be putting in. we got to remove all the things that are not good for us, um, right? And so what I wanted to share with you was the definition of, of virtue. So with virtue, 
I'm going to go scrolling through my notes here, so forgive me. Virtue is. The word virtue has a lot of meaning and means many different things, but can be a trait or a disposition of character that leads to good behavior. One example is that someone with virtue, guess what? This is why you want a virtue, because it supplement faith with virtue, is because someone with virtue displays wisdom, courage, courage, a.k.a. brave, like we are, brave and bold, kindness, good manners, courtesy, modesty, generosity, and self-control in their life. They treat others fairly and esteem others highly and value the sanctity of life. They treat others better than they are treated. Hmm, doesn't that sound familiar? Someone who has good virtue, has moral ethics, and makes biblical choices in life. All right, pretty powerful with that, right? When I say sound familiar because um, you want to be treating others better than yourself. That's the golden rule, right? Then the other, um, I like this, it says virtue with knowledge, okay? So talk, let's talk knowledge. Knowledge, okay? It's just gaining knowledge and getting gaining wisdom. The wisdom that's required when you're gaining knowledge, you're studying. You're figuring these things out. And when I go through Bible verses, I like to dissect them. What does this word mean? What does this word mean? I don't skim over them. This is time to study God's word. There's no other time better than the present. Why are we waiting? I don't know. I mean, he will come back. And I don't want you to not be recognized, sisters. This is your time. Study the word now. All right, um, so knowledge, gaining knowledge. Knowledge is huge, and, and knowledge is power. And gaining knowledge is him is the most powerful. You don't have to worry about the ways of the world. You don't have to worry about what's on TV, what news is happening. I don't even pay attention to the weather. It's raining outside right now, and I didn't even know it was going to rain. I don't care. I mean, I just adjust myself, take an umbrella, wear my rain boots, wear a whatever, park, or because I'm going to go to work out after park because I walk in the rain. Maybe today we might drive. But see, but that's how you just change it, right? We don't know. We aren't promised tomorrow. We're not even promised the next minute. I could drop dead while I'm talking to you all. I mean, I'm not trying to sound morbid, but we aren't promised. So we've got to have this knowledge now and realize that we've got to be concentrating on what God has for us now. Where is he calling you? And what is he calling you? He's calling you to study for sure. So don't even make an excuse what he's calling you in life for. He's calling you to study, study his word. So let's also talk about faith because this is what it says, supplementing faith. What is faith? Well, one way to answer why God requires faith is because he's our heavenly father. Our relationship to him is similar to other relationships in the sense that it, well, it includes trust in another person. It includes time together, love and respect because we can't fully know another person, let alone an infinite God all relationships require some degree of faith. They really do. When you have a relationship, a friendship, it requires faith. They're going to be there for you. Um, I had a friend that um, for 10 years we were really close, best friends. One day we just stopped being best friends. And it was tragic, but it, we got through it, over it. We're friends today. Uh, but through that time, that's what it just reminded me of is that it takes trust to have a relationship and I didn't know what was going to happen but we but and it's okay things got healed through that but we are trusting that we're going to have a relationship tomorrow even who we're married to we're, we're trusting that so for God an infinite God if we're putting and putting that with humans think about God way bigger he loves us and he wants to provide for our very very needs and faith is always important it's not visible it's not visible to us right but I love this verse in Hebrews 11 1 Faith, now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, for the conviction of things not seen. Because we know we can't see God, right? Um, but we have faith in him because he provides that assurance. It's necessary 
um, to please God. 11.6 says, And without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Not only does he does faith please God, it leads to reward, eternal life. Yes, we want our find our big reward. Heavenly rewards are powerful, and it leads to experience of fullness of life on earth. John ten ten, and it's also an obedience. It's an also an obedience as being a Christ believer, a Christ follower, is to obey God. Think about Adam and Eve. They were given that command to not eat any particular fruit, right? But guess what? Their faith wavered. And, um, and they ate the forbidden fruit, and then they ended up sinning, right? And that's what we do every day. We sin, and we choose our own apples. We choose our own fruit. God requires faith because it allows humans the ability to choose or reject him, right? He gives us that option. Without the ability to make choices, humanity would... We wouldn't even have humans. We, would, we, would, we wouldn't be that way. So we wouldn't be anyway. So because people get to choose to have faith and to not have faith, there is a way for God to know those who believe in him truly. And then also those who do not believe in him, right? All right, so back to um, reading our scripture. So, uh-oh, this is never good. Uh-oh, people, 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 people. Let me switch this out. I did not know that, that was going to happen. Sorry about this. This seven minutes is going to be a little longer because my camera just died. But I, didn't, I knew I didn't change that battery. All right. So forgive me on this, these little edits. But it's important because I do put these different places, and I want to make sure we're reaching, reaching people for Jesus any way we can. So um, one of these ways is recording these um so that we can, hello there, recording these so that we can uh, continue the Faithful Fridays and through our media and reach women for Jesus, right? Because our goals are to energize, encourage, equip, and empower women for her eternal purpose and for women to wear. So thank you so much. This is part two over there. All right. So we're talking about, we talked about knowledge. Oh, and self-control. So powerful. Knowledge with self-control. Self-control. Lots of, lots of things that we could say about self-control. But we're going to talk about spiritual self-control, okay? Self-control, according to Galatians 5.23, is a product of having the Holy Spirit, okay? So self-control, you need this in your life because without this, you can't have humanly or fleshly self-control okay if you're if you eat too much or if you drink too much or if you uh, talk too much or if you spend money too much I mean just whatever if you don't have the self-control it's because you have to have the self-control first of having the Holy Spirit right being a product of um, or fruit of the Holy Spirit means having the Holy Spirit it's you have to have this first prerequisite right it comes from the indwelling and transformation by the Holy Spirit. So we want to have self-control that comes out of ourselves, but we have to work on this, right? That's why I said being a warrior, you're studying constantly, working on this. Jesus was the biggest, most incredible warrior of self-control. He overcame incredible temptation. He never sinned despite being tempted uh, so many times. I mean, we don't know that he wasn't tempted by food or he was tempted, but we know he was tempted for because you can read that. He had struggles and I mean, or tempted that he didn't just want to save people just instantly, you know, with, with certain things because, you know, sometimes the people are in their muck and mire and you just want to, oh, 
just go, I will save you. We can't do that. Um, but Jesus was powerful because he was powerful in the self-control. He cared so much that he decided to, well, he died for us and he left us with this, with his word to remind us every day that we can choose self-control. We can choose the advocate, the Holy Spirit. He is sent to us um, through God, right? Through John 14, 26, if you read that, he sends us this. And the Holy Spirit will teach you all these things because he reminds you of everything. You know, you say, oh, I have this red flag going off. Or maybe you say, oh, I feel this in my heart or I feel this in my stomach or I feel something off. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you, sisters. And it isn't all those things. This is God saying, hello, hello. This is the decision I need you to make. I need you to go this way, not go this way. And the enemy is trying, the enemy's over here going, hello, hello, I'm over here. And I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to distract you with this. I'm going to distract you with makeup. I'm going to distract you with, uh, I don't know, I don't have anything. Else. Oh, uh, here we go. Computers. I'm going to distract you online. I'm going to distract you with all kinds of things. I don't have any food here. Uh, I pretend like I'm drinking alcohol. I'm going to distract you with a drink. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's distracting us. He's distracting you in so many ways. Beautiful warrior, bold and brave. So get out of that, right? And have self-control. It can't happen without the Holy Spirit. You need to depend on him and draw upon the power and strength that you've been given in Christ through the Holy Spirit. You've got to practice that self-control. It's a practice, just like I go to the gym and train. I just don't pretend I'm going to the gym. I don't think about going to the gym. I get in there and I train. And I have to practice and practice and practice. And also reading the Bible. It's practice. You aren't going to be able to open it up and just bing, there you know what everything means and says. It is a different translation each time that you read it. Like I'm bouncing between these translations. The Bible does too for what it is for you, what it comes out and means for you. So I like this verse too. It says 1 Peter 4, 7, but the end of all things is near. Therefore be of sound mind, self-controlled and sober in prayer. All right. So um, here we go with on with uh, steadfastness. Ah, that was one of my words for this year. I didn't study as much as I needed to, but it was like I always have these words I start in January with and um, what words really uh, like peace and love and different words that really I want to work harder on. And steadfastness was one of them, but it's like it was like number three in my head or three in my study. So steadfastness. Oh, so what is that exactly? Well, I looked up the King James version of this and it's stead and fast put together. So meaning that it's a firm, it's resolute, it's not fickle, you're not wavering uh, in anything. You are firm, okay? You are firm as firm can be because you've got your fixing your mind, you're fixing your purpose, this is your calling, you're going to be consistent. One of my words, I just really, really try to stay in my life as consistent in things. Um, but anyway, it's a principle. So it's your steadfastness. That's what God's calling us for. Those things for him. And then it says with godliness, oh, godliness. Yeah. We should be focusing on the pure and the lovely and the admirable. Get the stuff out of your life. I was going to say crap, but I don't like to use that word that often, but get the stuff out of your life that shouldn't be in your life. I already gave you that a minute ago <laughs> and godliness with sisterly affection and sisterly affection with love okay this is hand in hand for us sisters we should be loving on each other encouraging each other lifting each other up we had a tribe this past week on wednesday excuse me for some drink water here and um starting a new study i didn't bring it up with me but if you look through our information it's called the christian warrior woman and we're really get digging into who we are as women, and the first two chapters, one was on uh, shame and the other one was on regret. 
And so we studied these two chapters of shame and regret, and we shared a lot of warrior stories. Now, I, I don't repeat stories, meaning I'm not going to tell you whose name said what or did what or whatever, but a lot of things came out from, um, wow, from rape to uh, sexual abuse by fathers, by um, alcoholics, uh, abuse of husbands, um, abuse of mothers, um, children. I mean, it was unbelievable, these stories, these stories that we shared and got to share. And that's so, so powerful. That's what I'm talking about with sisterly affection here. Because this is an affection that we have for one another to sit and be open and listen. Then we have these three powerhouses, I call them, those mama warriors, and um, an age of wisdom. That's what I look at them as, for age of wisdom, for spiritual, because they have walked this earth 20 years longer than me personally, and so some of the things they say are quite interesting. So they share their story, it's like, whoa, you're really listening to the journey that they've been on, and I try to grab something from everything, from everybody, I try to grab something of like, what God, what are you showing me in this person that I can use and take away and, you know, use maybe in helping somebody else? You, you gotta realize that your your purpose and your calling is so powerful. It's way bigger than you could ever believe. But don't let that overwhelm you. Just loving on others, your sisterly affection and loving. God calls us with two commands: love Him first and love each other second. That's your calling, okay? And everything else is gonna be icing on the. Well, I don't eat dessert, so I can't say what I want to say. But uh, you know, it's gonna be. Um, let's see. Ooh. Butter, garlic butter on your steak, sisters, with good salt. Anyway, all right, so let's go ahead and wrap this up in prayer. And thank you so much for joining me on the second Peter. And just really what I'm encouraging you for when we come to these Faithful Fridays is bring your Bible and let's dissect some of these verses. And really just, even on Warrior Wednesdays, we might do that. But just dissecting these verses, even for yourself, don't count on me to do this. This is for you, that to dig into his word, find a passage, and ask God speak to you. Ask him, say, God, speak to me. Where do you need me to be? My husband started, he was trying to read the Bible in a year. He said, this is a joke reading the Bible in a year. No one can read the Bible in a year. Because if you are truly reading and studying the Bible, you ain't reading in a year. And I, I mean, you, it's really true. I mean, to really study it the way you need to be doing it. So those things are a joke. I don't believe in those, like to read a Bible in a year. You need years, but to spend that time in his word, don't just glaze over it like it's a glazed donut, okay? They're not good for you, so don't do it with the Bible either, okay? So um, just dissect this, and that's my encouragement for you today on Faithful Friday is dissecting the word and looking up things and just really figuring out how God can use me in this. All right, let's go to prayer. So thank you so much, Father God, for Faithful Friday. Thank you so much, God, for bringing us together as sister warriors and helping us discover more about your word and armoring and equipping us with our with you and with your word in us. And thank you, God, for Peter, who is oh, such a wise man, who actually walked with Jesus, your son, and, and then also got to share with wisdom to, to us who can live today in 2021 and, 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 and gain something from that. Oh, God, all your people that you've put on this earth, God, we can gain from in some capacity. If we open up our hearts and minds, God, to hear what their experiences are, hear what their journeys are, Lord, and, 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 and have an open heart to just oh, love on them with a sisterly affection. And then everything we talked about, God, and gaining these things and focusing on these things in our life with self-control and godliness and knowledge and faith and having virtue, God, and sisterly love. And, oh, thank you for all those things, God. But most importantly, all of them is love. We need to have love for one another. So help us to do that, Lord, to love fiercely and openly, God, to not look at someone because they don't have name brand clothes on, to, to not look at them upon them because they don't have 
what we might have or that not to look upon them that they might that they say something or uh, that we wouldn't say or they choose to do something we wouldn't do or let's not look upon others that maybe they talk too much and we just think gosh I wish they'd shut up no let's look upon others as they needed that because they needed a place to go and have, need a place to share because they don't have that at home or they needed that because you know, just think about the things, just, just give it another perspective. Help us to do that, God, not to be so closed-minded that we shut things and people off. Nothing matters but your people here, God. Well, it matters. It matters that we have salvation with you and that we live for you, but nothing matters that, that we can't. If we can't love others, we are just a clanging gong that, that just walks around without action. We're just these people that just say, yeah, I love people, but we have no action behind it. God, we've got to be doers of your word. Help us to equip us that, oh Lord. All of these things that we've talked about today, equip us with, Lord. Help us to be the mighty warriors you called us to be and as you walk beside us to be. We love you, love you, love you so much, God. Thank you for all the blessings that you do for us. Let your sun, S-O-N, shine in us just like the beautiful sun does when it does outside. But let your sun shine in us and let us be that light that shines back so bright that people will know there's a difference. They'll walk everywhere we go. They're going to say, who are you and what, what, where did you come from? Almost like we are aliens. We stick out because we aren't going to be passed by. Like my friend said, you know, not standing out. I mean, we are going to not, we're going to stand out for you, God. This is your kingdom, but we have to stand out and be the difference in our spirit, heart, mind, and body. So open us up to do just that, God, to be those warriors you've called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Faithful Friday. Hope you got fierce in God's word with you today, for you today, as I did. I mean, every time I read it, I learn something new, and it's more powerful, and it's just equipping yourself to be a better warrior in today's world, right? Because this world, it's corrupt, y'all. It says it right here. You want to escape the corruption, and this is how you do it. I've escaped it. I'm not living in any of this corruption. <laughs> No, I've got way better things to do. All right. So next week I'll be in the UP. Please be praying for our trip for that. I'm so excited on Monday, Mug Monday. We're interviewing a gal I've never even met. Then someone said, hey, you should interview her. So I'm like, okay, this is it. Take one and two is going to happen. Uh, and then next Wednesday, Warrior Wednesday, next Friday, Faithful Friday. So thanks so much for joining us. Love y'all. And we'll talk to you soon. And as always, stay fierce.